Hello, right, I'm leaving this in. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to a what should I say? The second year of the Simon Says podcast. Yes, this is the anniversary edition. It's one year to the day. The guy in front of me doesn't realise what what's going on. But yeah, I've got another guest with me again. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to call him a guest. I'm going to call him a part host because he's been on it quite a few times now. So I'm going to welcome my part host. Phil, to the podcast. Happy birthday to you. Happy Two times. birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Simon. Happy birthday oh. to you. Oh, thank what you. What singing much. voice? I know. Yeah. Round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause. Yeah. So, um, just thought we'd get back on again. It's the year-long anniversary, and it's also. My birthday tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to it on release. So, same. Yeah, well, obviously. But, uh, yeah, we're doing this again. We are just going to have a general chit-chat, like we talking shit like we always do, and go through the Marvel movies again. Because is it Phase 2 we've watched now, is it? Is that how they've done it? It I can't is remember. from Iron Man 3. Yeah, so Iron Man 3 to... Uh, which one is Avengers it? Age of Bolts? Age of yep, Shitron, you were saying earlier, wasn't it? But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that, we'll get to that. So, um, it's been a couple of weeks, dude, so uh, what's been going on with you? I know we've had this lockdown stuff, but anything interesting? I think, I think I'm over the flu. It could have been COVID-19. I had all the symptoms, but I seem to have a good immune system, so I'm back to normal. I haven't had to test, because quite frankly... This country is the only country you can't sort out getting tests. Yeah, obviously we've got all these That's airports. So, well, we've got all these airports um, set up to do all the testing, but no actual tests. So <laughs> that's what I found out today. I don't know if you've heard about that one. So they've got all these testing facilities. There's one at Manchester Airport. There's one near you at Gatwick, but they haven't got the tests to actually do it. So what's the point setting them up? Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we'll forget about that. That's uh, what else we can talk about in all time but um anything else everything okay with you yeah, yeah. i've decorated the bedroom yeah, not going to not turning not turning insane yet <laughs> i haven't got i'm insane or depressive yet <laughs> no well i'll tell you what then let's move on to the marvel movies shall we Yay. So, uh, obviously, this will be phase two, I think it is. I think we called it. And it started with Iron Man 3. Is it phase three? Phase two. Phase two, yeah. Could be phase so, two after the first Avengers movie. I know, but, yeah, but then phase three is actually one film in it. Then, <laughs> if you're doing it that way. <laughs> I'm under the Wasp and then uh, Endgame. But never mind. We'll, go, we'll forget about that. Uh, so, uh, Iron Man 3. Your thoughts on that one? Um, Acting-wise, it's good that it shows a side of Tony Stark not think being cocky and invincible is good. Um, other than that, meh. Yeah, I thought the villain was shit in this. Yes. Yeah, it was a, like, a play on a villain from his past, but it wasn't him. It was someone from his other past. And then... Oh, it got a bit, to be honest, it got a bit complicated for me. It seemed a bit too, com- too more, more complicated than it needed to be. 
Was this when did, as we said, when does Disney take over? Was it? Uh, 2014 was it 15 so I'm just wondering if this was out then no, that was 2013 this one this was 2013 I thought, it's still got Marvel Marvel Studios over the thing so oh, I don't know but yeah he just seems to be a bit wait one second it doesn't work <laughs> yeah I just did a come. Yeah, I'm dying now. Um, but yeah, it just seemed to just drag on a bit. So uh, rating-wise, we've been new ratings on these as well. If you're not, if you're listening to the last episode, we rated them out of ten. Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. I'm going to give this. I think I'm going to give it a six. It wasn't brilliant, but it wasn't bad either. So I'm going to have to give this a six out of ten. Fair enough. Funny enough, I'm looking at mine right now. And I gave it a six out of ten. So, well, we both had a both had a similar experience with that one. So uh, I'm going to let you. I'll 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 read it out and let you. Uh, I'll try and find it first. There it is. I'll get the synopsis because I don't. I know what this one's about. And I know you. I know you hate this one. But uh, Thor, Thor, Dark World. Four boring worlds. Oh, uh, don't get me wrong. I still. I watched it. I, I really couldn't tell you much what happens in it because it's that boring. It's just forgettable. And that's the problem with it. There's nothing amazing about this to me. Yeah, I think this is where, like, in the first Thor film, it shows him on Earth. And then this one, it's showing that his world can, all of his world can come to Earth. Does that make sense? I think it's, it's a transition of bringing the God side into the Marvel Universe, into Earth's atmosphere anyway because it's the it's the ones who attack his hometown or something attack earth at the same time i think so well it's in london wasn't it yeah um because oh, the bridge don't forget the bridge was broken wasn't it he broke the bridge the bifrost that's it he brought the bifrost so he couldn't actually get back and then he got back to london for avengers assemble she got a bit pissed off, weren't happy, slapped him. And then these weird things start happening on Earth for some reason, which I don't know how that actually came, across, came around. Something about the planets aligning that the... the That's it, the planet aligning yeah. crap. Yeah, absolute shit. A subplot, that on a subplot. But, uh, well, Thor is... I'm not sure I think I've said this yet, but Thor is my favourite character. So, you have. Yeah. Uh, I can't give this anything less than a six. A six. I know you'll. I can't. There's, 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 there's one. Well, I don't know what was the lowest I've gone. I can't remember what I give. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't really go lower than a six. I still enjoy it, even though it's not the best one to watch. You're looking at me <laughs> with them eyes now. You're looking at me with them eyes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disappoint me. No, <laughs> but I'm not I know because no, I'm not because people are gonna call me sexist, but. I still don't find it as bad as Captain Marvel. <laughs> right, okay. Okay. So I've also given it a 6 out of 10. Ah, so even though I've given it a lower... So you give it a slightly higher rating, I thought. I, I thought you were going to drop to a 5. I can't drop it down to um, Carol Baskin's Captain Marvel. <laughs> you had to get it in somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> I did not kill my husband. 
<laughs> yeah, bollocks. <laughs> uh, uh, right, uh, the next one on the agenda was actually one I've only ever watched twice. And this was the second time of watching it. Was uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier? Have a quick never... recap. Do a quick recap of the movie. What my recap of what I can remember of it? Yeah. Uh, I remember there's a weird lot <laughs> trying to start with the Winter Soldier program again, and the whole subplot of that was that is. No, it wasn't. That's that's a different bit. Oh, is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? I can't remember. This is whole... Bucky's return, wasn't it? Yeah, but is it? Is it? Because it? I, I I get this and this Ultron was... mixed up, kind of mixed no. together. Right, right. This was the one when Bucky had returned as baddie. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And um, pretty much Cap didn't know at first. Yeah, yeah. Now, now I've, just, I've just seen, I've just, if you, people are not looped, can't see because we're not watching video. But um, so the one when they fig- he figures out Hydra has taken over. Yeah, it's, that's what I mean. I always get this and <laughs> Civil War kind of mixed up. I don't know why. There's something yeah, about these sort, two. They're sort of blended together as a story when you look yeah. at it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've just seen it now. It's, yeah, Bucky's the bad guy. Um, Black Widow's in really tight black pants. That's, that's all I can remember. Once <laughs> 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 you see that bit, I can't see anything else. <laughs> uh, but the, this is where we get introduced to Falcon. Yes. First, when he jogs around and beats him about 17. The third, is it the third human? Third or fourth? Fact. The third, it's like the third, is it like the third or fourth actual human that's not got any abilities? So yeah, there's no powers. Fourth, because we've got Okai, Black Widow, um, Iron Man's partner, and obviously him. Yeah, so, yeah, but Falcon, I think Falcon was a good join, as they say, to the, because was it at the end of, is it the end of this one? There was a few of them. Or was uh, this the uh, one? Oh, no, that's. This is. This is the one at the end when Bucky, when the helicarrier crashes and he saves Captain America and puts him on shore, don't he? Was this not the also the introduce, introduction of the twins? Or is that in... No, that's Ultron. Okay, See, they all blend together, mate. I can't... I'm, I'm useless. I would be crap as a fucking film critic, wouldn't I? But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Captain America wins a soldier then. Um says pre-Ultron, yeah, for some reason. Uh, rating, 10. 7. Oh, I thought you were going to go higher than that. No, uh, that one. What did I put? I think I give, I think I give this one 7.5. Even though it blends into all the other, because they all seem to blend together. When they all blend together, they make up a 9. That makes yep. sense. So, uh, after that, we go into outer space for a couple of films according to the list that we're using so we've got I'm going to put these two together because I don't like I, I don't see them as two separate films I see them as one long film does that make sense it's like I do separate films and I think one's worse than the other well I, I, I see them as well yes I think I think I know which way you're going to go but um, there's a little there's a thing that makes 
one of them better, <coughs> worse. But we've got Gardens of the Galaxy and Gardens Gardens. <laughs> Honestly, I've only had one. I'm only on one. But Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think everyone knows what these ones are about. Or do you not? Oh hey now. What's up man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just eighties music with uh, a space theme. Galaxy has the best theme tunes album out of any Marvel movie. Yeah, some of them, yeah, some of the songs, yeah, but some, no, some are terrible, I'm sorry to say. We're agreeing to disagree that, we're, but we're agreeing that say that you're wrong. <laughs> Go on, I'll let you off. Uh, out of all the Guardians, who's your favourite? I'm putting you on the spot here, It's between Peter and um, Rocket. Oh, I want to think, I want you to pick you as a rock. I, 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 sorry, I would have picked you as a rocket fan, but I want to pick you as a Star Lord. It's not Peter, it's Star Lord. Bring <laughs> here with uh, friends. To name. Uh, you know, I'm. I don't know. I I'm kind of a. I'm a Drax fan. I don't know why. And this one is a bit shit. Don't get me wrong. The first one is not brilliant. I think Drax comes more on his own in the towards the end of Avenger movies. I think that's when he really shines out as a star. This early on, I think it is my friend Peter Quill and uh, mm-hmm. Raccoon. No, the, 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 second, the second one, he, I think he finds his rhythm with it and he's funny. But that's because of the other girl as well who joins the team. Yeah. But I also did uh, enjoy Nebula being in this one. She might be I, bold. In all fairness, Karen Gillen and whatever her name is. I don't think we realised how amazing she was back in the days of Doctor Who. They dressed her up like that. Doctor Who would have been the biggest show on the planet. Yeah, or just put her in some skimpy shorts and a vest top with red hair in Jumanji. That's all you need. Say no more. (laughs) I need to put the video out on that. I need to squeeze you. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, so... This one's where the Guardians get brought into the situation of the Marvel Universe. So, what would you give this one? Well, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first part, as you call it, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. And are we talking about number two as well at the same time? Yeah, well, number two, there's not much really change. It just gets a bit, it goes more comedy side, though, now, doesn't it? And the second one. It's daddy issues. Yeah, well, we had to find out. Some, we had to bring in the uh, the god, the godlike figure from somewhere, didn't they? This is why it gets a slightly lower score. It will do because they didn't make him as good as I think they could have. Yeah, well, if you think about the end of the first one when he actually has whole, as old, is it? it it's what? What's which, which? Which stone is it? He's got. Is it the purplish one? I don't know. It, no, it's not the space. Is it space? No, I don't think it's a space stone. It would make sense to be the space stone, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it might have been. I think it might have been the space stone. Yeah, because it's purple one in it. But when he grabs hold of it, you can see it's actually killing him. Yeah. But then they all take the thing, and it's. I'm like, well, yeah. But if he was a god, he could have held it without any help. And a yeah. part god. But that's what the, we didn't realize. That's what they were leading into. 
But the the um, in the second one, the de aging did work was better than some of them. What do you reckon? Going to make Kurt, the the de aging of Kurt Russell. Oh, fantastic! But that looked like he was out of tank. I thought that was quite, the... funny enough. Going back, isn't that what made beginning of the Iron Man three as well? When yes, he went to his it, parents. That didn't look right. That didn't. Tony Stark didn't look right in that to me. He looked too young. His face looked too young. Even he had the the bit of the beard. His face was too, his cheeks were too babyish. I know he's supposed to be like a teenager, but it made him look like he was a preteen. It didn't look right for me with Iron Man 3. But in this one, it did. Yeah, yeah I can see you chatting nod, but you're trying to shake your head as well. <laughs> right, let's give him the ratings. I will give Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 a solid 8 out of 10. Yeah. And I will give Volume 2 a 7 out of 10. Well, I'm going to go the opposite way around. I'm going to go for a 7 for the first one. I'm making him cry now. I'm going to give 8 for the second one, just because of the little tiny thing. Little baby group. Beg your pardon? The little tiny thing? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Baby group. I'm glad you said that. It's, uh, there's just something about that group. I don't know. I don't like. I, do, I didn't mind the big one. I thought it was okay. The teenage one in the next one. I prefer a big one or a small. I prefer a small one. But no, it, it's just the, the having a character like that. Just something so innocent and just didn't really know what the hell it was doing. You know, I saw something online. Do you know that's not actually apparently? I don't know if it's in the comics as well. That's not the same Groot. He's like a no. son of Groot. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, they didn't explain that in the movies very well. No, well, they are, if you actually, I just I, as of this, I've got Disney Plus on now. It's got it there, the Guardians of the Galaxy, in the suggestions, and it's got the Rocket and Groot series. And I don't know whether that's before or after. Oh, the Guardians. I've seen the cartoon series. Yeah, well, there's a cartoon series, there's shorts, and then there's this Rocket and Groot. It looks like the excuse me, similar animation to um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Mi- Mickey and Minnie ones. Uh, let's have a look. When there's just a ship breaks down the force, and shot for the most expensive ship credits can buy. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. There's a few on there. But the animation looks really weird. Rocket looks like a lemur. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, uh, I give it, you get an 8 and a 7, I give it a 7 and an 8. And then we'll move on to the next one, which I think is the end of this phase. Oh, good. What way to end the phase? Avengers Age of Ultron. I think we can tell by your groan. Now, don't get me wrong. It's brought some great characters into the franchise. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Do you, uh, which we characters? We've got, got a sexy wonder. Yeah. Uh, how we have, how we, did you like... We had a quick fix it from Silver. Yeah. How did you like the accent dropping with one film? Do you think she should have kept the accent? Or are you glad she lost it? Have you ever watched these standards? Uh, probably about 10 years ago. I think it's longer back than that. There was a character who was one of the Fowlers. Now, apparently she moved over from America. 
to the street. Right. And the big joke was she'd be having an American accent and then halfway through a conversation, she'd sound English instead <laughs> of American. So they probably thought, yeah, this is going to happen otherwise. Let's just get rid of that accent and make her more relatable. Yeah. Quite I quite frankly, I don't think she needs to speak through the movie. It's just in front of you is perfect. Yeah, well, she's one of the Olsons, so I'll leave the twins as they are. I'll just take the single one. But, um, yeah, the other characters that we brought into this, um, what was the brother called in it? Quick quick Visit Silver. Yeah, I I wish they kept him in, because he's actually, I thought he was a quite a good character to keep. Okay, who was better though, the X Men's Quicksilver or this one? Um, I don't think I've seen the X Men one. Oh, you haven't seen the one with the last few X Men movies, then? No, I haven't watched anything since uh, Days of Future Past. I think it was the last one I watched. I think he was in that. Was he? Well, it just shows how much I paid attention to it then. He's got greyish hair. He likes putting goggles on, and when he runs, everything's in slow motion. I can't remember. That's what I mean. I I, I, I lost interest in uh, X Men when it started going uh, with time travel. The only good thing about time travel was we got to get Wolverine back. But we're going off subject here. Yeah. Like to balance um, Quicksilver was. Um, how do we explain it? The shock value of him. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. He, he seemed like an enemy, but then he, he was likable very quickly. Yeah, and I somehow got, I just don't know why. This could be a spoiler, everybody, if it does happen. I've just got this feeling in the one division we're going to see him again. Because well, division's about who's fault and basically making a home little mini universe. So it's going to have Vision in it, who obviously shows up in this movie. Yeah, but is this not one division? Not between the relationship between them two before between now and yeah, Infinity but, War. Idea of one division is it's just what's happening. She's losing the plot because right. she's so depressed and upset. What's happening in her life? She her yeah. powers are getting stronger. And if I'm right, Doctor Strange is something to do with saving her as well. And I don't right. know if it's in the series when he's moving, but she's getting so powerful. They, that I think the writers have even admitted she is actually the most powerful character in the whole universe. Oh, you can see you, you can see that when we get to Infinity War. That's what it was all about. It was about getting to getting that stone with getting her away because they knew how powerful she was. See, but it's that's the good stuff. Ultra yeah. was a big part of dog shit. Yeah, I don't see. I can see it, artificial intelligence needed to bring it in somewhere into the universe because obviously that was the stepping stone for uh, Vision, but. The way they went about it, if this clunky thing and then destroying Jarvis, that Jarvis battle, I just don't see, I just didn't see that. The it, point it, that. Was, it was so clever, it didn't need to destroy Jarvis. No. It was just, in the comics and that, Ultron's a badass, you know, it's literally impossible because you kill all the robots off. That wouldn't kill Ultron off. No. You had to get rid of the internet and everything. Ultron was everywhere. But in this, just, he just had a few Iron Man robots on his side, and you're like, really? Mm. Um, obviously, he had the upsetting bit. We had the weird affair between 
Black Widow and Hulk starting up. Yeah, I, I, I know, but then it just kind of gets brushed away, doesn't it, when it comes when when it comes back. And um, we nearly we have the Thor Hammer competition when you get the first. Yeah, hit. right. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this. A lot of people say this. Did did Steve know he was going to lift it and stop? Or was he not worthy at the time of picking it up? But he was nearly about to be. He had enough to move it, but not actually pick it up. And then, or did he fake the pickup? It's a bit. What I understand is you can't move it an inch if you're not worthy. Exactly. So I think they had thought to the future where it was going to happen. And that was the first hint that he was worthy. And he saw Thor's face worrying. Yeah. Steve Rogers is a really nice guy and he just pretended he couldn't pick it up. But of course, then before we go any further, Steve picking it up was kind of pointless, even though we all cheered it at the time. When you think back to this movie, shouldn't have let Vision pick it up. No. No. But Vision is a strong in theory. He's just the is Infinity Stone. That they, well, why is that worthy to pick it up? I just, I just think Vision should have been able to pick it up. There's just that was a way to make them say, yeah, trust Vision. There was plenty of other ways you could make them trust Vision. Yeah, but could, yeah, he's, he's pretty much Jarvis. Yeah, he is, but it's a stone, and it's not an actual program. The stone is controlling everything yeah, inside I mean, it. I think it takes, a, even though it was still amazing in Endgame, I think it still takes slightly away from um, Steve Rogers picking the, the um, hammer up. Yeah, but I also think it was kind of a bit of a joke of a throwaway line because when he did pick it up, he said, "Oh, that's evenly weighted." And when he picks it up and passes it over, he just goes, he just light out and says, "Oh, I like the weight of that. It's quite evenly weighted." He says, "Oh, yeah, you get too much and it can throw you off." I'm going to ask you now, see, if, see how clever you are on this. Tell me someone out of the X-Men franchise what's picked it up. I haven't got a clue. Magneto. Oh, I did not. Is that, because is that... he's using powers as the elements around it and all that, that he's literally not really picking up with his own power. He's cheating. But I can't remember what comic it was in. But, yeah, he used yeah, pretty I'm much not, he used his power. I've not really uh, read any of the X-Men crossovers to be honest I've got oh, what have we got there I've got about 80 hardback novels just above me not behind me that side I don't have to say that, yeah. yeah I'll turn around obviously this is a great podcast and this, the people can't see them but it's all, all level there all oh, behind man. all that Lego they're Mate, hardback levels have you been what? robbed have you been what? robbed Why? it's a lot better it's like there's like this big Orange and white circle thing. Oh, oh that uh, me, me, me BB-8. Yeah, it's like someone's throwing something from the, through the window. No, it's my little BB-8 Lego with me uh, ATST Lego and me Millennium Falcon Lego and me Tie Fighter Lego and a big. Oh, look. I know I'm boring you now with Star Wars stuff. Aren't I? This is been. This is this is great. This. I hope we can hear them. They probably can hear it. Let me explain to them. It's a long, straight, long thing with batteries and lights in it. 
It's a tie fighter. Supposed to blow bubbles, but it's not doing anything. See this? It's really getting tight. <laughs> it's not working. There we go. Oh yeah, fine. <laughs> hey, what? This has been better than any Star Wars movie. Well done. Yeah, great podcast, isn't it? Yeah, that was my bubble, my, my start, my Tie Fighter bubble, bubble wand. Don't forget with Azor Ultron as well. This is where we said goodbye to Hulk for a bit. Yeah, I think it needed it, but when it comes to you couldn't have Hulk in it. No, Hulk would have been just too strong for any of them, no matter what, which side he was on. Uh, but yeah, we got rid of Hulk in this one. But let's go to the ratings. Shall we? Yeah. Let's look most white that lens. Oh, where am I going? Uh, I'm back. Um, I'm I'm still going to give this a solid six because of the 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 new characters they brought in. Storyline was a bit nah, but and the, some of the things. But I'm going to give it a six. And that's why I'm just about beating you because of the characters they brought in. Specifically, yeah. Wonder. But. I'd give it a 6.5 out of 10. So half a point more. That's not too bad. So what do you want to do? Do you want to carry on? Or should we just go for another? Well, officially, we can go up to Affinity. Oh, my God. No, I don't want to. I'll tell you what. Let's have a rest because we've got a big bunch coming up here. We've got Ant-Man, Captain America, Civil War. I'll tell you yeah. what, we've got Civil War and then start the new ones after. Yeah, yeah, because Civil War kind of comes into this. You know, it's, it's in Phase it's, 3, but it kind of comes into this bit, doesn't it? And it also feels like an Avengers movie. Yeah. It's long enough, I know that. <laughs> I think that's one of the longest ones that's not an Avengers film, isn't it? Well, the only reason I want to do it today, because I want, everyone's probably thinking I'm really negative on Avengers, on Marvel movies. <laughs> well, tell them, we'll go a bit light, we'll go light-hearted, if you know the order we're going in. We are going to Ant-Man. What do you think of this one? Because this was only my second time of seeing this one as well. And I think this one's Disney, 2015. It's definitely, definitely a Disney one. Definitely more comedy-based. Yeah, it's... I think it's a nice light-hearted heartiness for the next film coming up. Yeah. I think it's a nice little break from being so serious. But what did you think of the villain? Because... You either like it or you don't, I've heard. Do you know what? The rating I give this movie, it's nothing to do with the villain because the the villain's actually kind of forgettable. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. People either like it or they don't. There's not anywhere in between. Well, there is with me because, as I said, I I don't dislike the villain, but I'm not like, oh, wow, what a villain. It's just just a villain. It's just that this is like we're bringing a new character in and... um, we're just going to bring it in light-hearted. We've got some big movies coming up. So let's yeah. bring a bit of content. The CGI at the beginning of this movie, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Kurt, Michael Douglas, is it? Yeah. Yeah, he was... Um, that, I think this is the... Oh, I won't say it's the best I've seen for the young, young ones yet. But it definitely is one of the better ones. I will wow. say to you that. In this lot here, when I can see Ant-Man down to Avengers, Avengers Affinity War, yeah, it's all going to be pretty high scores for me. Uh, well, I think 
just after Ant-Man, Marvel just hits a stride and just sprints, and it's just phenomenal writing. Yeah, I think it's what it is, because they know it's leading up, every film's leading up. This is like the it's also precursor to it's also what's coming. This, this is the start, this is Ant-Man. Yeah. There's so many new characters brought in as well. Yeah, yeah. Um Oh, that man's friend, I can't remember his name, the little Mexican dude. What an absolute gem. Oh, to be honest, by the end of it, I, I, by the end of it, I, I had enough. I had enough of him. I don't know what it was. It was just some, it was too much. I think if it was, if it was only, if he, that story, the way he was telling the stories, if they didn't do it three times, they only did it twice, yeah, that would be enough. But he kept doing it, the same thing, over and over. I'm like, get on with it. I'm, I'm like I'm, I was like what's it called Scott just get on with it just sit come on just tell me the story just stop whittling on because that's what it felt like actually watching it but yeah I can see the comical factor with him in it but mm-hmm. but they did bring in a character that we see in a later film if I enjoyed I'm just going to call her Kate because I can't remember what her name is <laughs> Hey? The Lost. Yeah, but I, I just call the Kate from <laughs> Lost. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing. First thing, the first time I ever watched it, went, oh, that's Kate. <laughs> and I just turn around and say, everybody, we have learned today that Simon doesn't like Marvel movies for the action and, and the comedy. He just likes perving. Well, yeah, that's what they're for. Aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what was your score for Ant Man? Uh, well, because of the inter- introduction of the pin particles, which make a massive influence, I'm going to give this, I think I give this one a seven and a half. Because of the comical factor as well, just because of the comedy, the lightheartedness okay. of it, I think. Very close again. So we're both on the same pile again. I went for a seven. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'll, I won't, I won't think. I probably thought you might give it a little, about the same as me, but. Half a point's half a point. It's not a lot, is it? Uh, then we'll go to what we'll, we'll end it on today, I think. Uh, Captain America, Civil War. Where do you start? <laughs> um, Where do you start with this one? It's like... It's... Everyone gets excited because Spider-Man comes in. I get excited because we get the best-looking art made we've ever seen. Yeah. But um, do you think the split was right? Because I've heard some people saying the split didn't feel right. It felt like some of the characters should be on the other other way around. I think the problem was you had to have Hawkeye on one team and um, Blackwood on the other because equally they're meant to be the same fighting-wise. Yeah. Um, Vision, you would say, is really the strongest out of all who are left at that point. So... I've then got Wanda. She was against the guy. She was kind of. Oh, if you break if you break it up like that, yeah, uh, match for match, it was right. It's the right way to do it. America. I'm trying oh. to think who's on each team now. Um, who side was Black Panther on? Was so, he on Iron Man's? Uh, yeah, because he, he was after um, Bucky. He, he was after Bucky. Yeah. Obviously, Bucky killed his family. Yeah, that was. <coughs> Well, you, you, you see it. Is, is it in Iron Man 2? 
he sees a videotape, but you don't. You do see someone on a motorbike, but you don't realise it's him. Yeah, back then. Yeah. But they actually, you wow. can see that if you slow that down, you can actually see that is someone on a motorbike, but you don't see the actual footage. So they actually are calling back to something earlier on. So this has been planned from the very beginning. I think the great thing about it is we, um, obviously a few films before, we started to see the army guy who, I can't remember his name, the one's always been against Hulk. The army guy. I can't remember his name now. It's gone off my head. He's the one who used to be Betty, um, Betty Ross's dad, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know what about. You know what, Sam? No, it's Sam. No, he's he basically he's in a suit in this movie. That's all he is. He's basically in charge of the. Oh, you're on about the top. You're, you're on about the the greyer guy, aren't you? Yes, the guy who's going to become Red Hulk. Red Hulk? Huh? How? Oh, you don't know about all the different types of Hulks out there. There's a Blue Hulk. Um, oh no, no, no! I didn't know he was. He come. He becomes a Red Hulk. Yes, he's. A, it's going to happen in the next phase of the Marvel movie. Sorry, guys, for spoilers. <laughs> well, there's also someone that came out the other day that's thinking about bringing another um, Avengers movie, aren't they? Thinking about making yes. another because of everything that's happened. Which I'm not. I'm not against it. Definitely not against it. But I have heard. I don't know if you've heard this as well. Um, Robert Downey Jr. assigned for two more films. Yes, um, Robert Downing Jr., uh, I'm hoping these two films he signed for isn't going to be straight away. I'd rather it be two years down the line. Oh, I, 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 oh, I think it's. I think what it is, I think one of them is the new Avengers film that they're going to be doing. That's in the pipe. I think that one of them is going to be that. But wait a second, we're going off the subject. We'll come back to that in a minute. But we'll carry on with Civil War. Um, the best... The best... Uh, would you... Would it say this is one of the best fight scenes beside Endgame? It's one of the best, but one of the most stupid looking ones when you think about it. Yeah. Six against six, one running at each other on a wrong way. Yeah. But I do, I do, I do like, the, I do like the, I do like the side, I do like the thing from Peter though, Peter Parker, where he goes, "Oh, we we we're running at each other. Are, are you actually doing this?" Is He's commentary for the whole fighting thing is yeah. hilarious. And that's what makes the next film, which we'll go into another time, uh, even better. But, it's yeah. not No, it's not, but it's it's in it's in with this group because it's was Iron it was made Man. it was made by Marvel, but wasn't it? It was made he, by if I if Iron Man wasn't in it, I wouldn't have added it, but he was in it. Yeah, and he was in it for quite a bit as well, actually, so but yeah, um I'd say one of the best captain America ones because I'm, I'm going to say it's a Captain America one because I know we think it is an Avengers one but it's it's more of a Captain it is a Captain America film it's so this Captain is the best America. one out of mine also can I just say I don't think the runway runway school fight was the best fight scene I actually think the best fight scene is between the Winter Soldier Iron Man and Captain America when he finds out that Bucky killed his parents oh at the end yeah yeah, well, that was just brute emotion, wasn't it? it weren't, there was no powers involved in that, really. It was just pure, raw emotion. In all fairness, you, you can look at it any way you want. Iron Man would have won that fight if they didn't team up against him. He had big yeah. times. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go with my rating of this. 
uh, I don't think it'll shock you. Well, it might do, actually. But I'm going to give this a nine. Because even though it's a two hours and 29 minute film, it doesn't feel like it. It only feels like an hour and 40. It goes pretty quick. I, I can't give it a nine, but in the next episode, okay. when we talk about this, people will understand why. But we get close to a nine. I gave it an 8.5. Yeah. And you go into point fives when it's something um, that annoys me. And this has nothing really annoyed me. Yeah, nothing annoys me, but there's a movie coming up what just I think is the best Marvel movie of the lot. And I can't give, I will never give a movie a 10. There is no such thing as a 10 out of 10. No, uh, but this one's close for me and the one that pips it. It's two, well, two, two of the films pip it. I'm not going to, we'll not get into that, but two films pip this one. And if you know me, which not many people do, because, well, you might do, because you've been listening to this for a year, so. I just realised, I'm looking at your, um, go-to, you've got Rafa Benitez. <laughs> I was, I was going for the start, the Tony Stark, but I, I got, that bit annoys me, so I have to get rid of it. I've had to do, I've had to have a goal to, because I've, Got to wear a mask every so often now at work. So, for my own safety at work, which I'm all going to into because it's a pain in the ass. I never mask. I know. I know. I mask. <laughs> I haven't got. I, I, I sold them ten years ago. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there, guys. That brings the Marvel movies up to date. Well, it's not. We've, we've, we've watched a few more, but that brings us up to date for what we're going through. Uh, have you seen we talked about this two weeks ago and it's actually coincidental it's come out again today uh, what came out was it this morning no <laughs> uh, it came out this morning it was uh, a new speculation map has been updated yes um, you're going to need to talk to only, I only had a real quick look at it um I'm trying to find it, but my phone's not updated properly, so it's all over the bloody show. We're literally talking about three or four houses that are still the same. Yeah. Um, it's the names, but they're still the same houses. Why is it? Oh, I'll tell you why. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> and why I'm is looking who, for that? I'm going to do it again. Anybody from the Halloween Horror Night groups or Universal Annual Passholder groups, would you stop moaning and go, oh, this ain't good enough? You're never going to get it to what you like because we're all different. So they have to do things for different people. Yes. That's it. But, um, yeah, this revised map, let me find it. Uh, There it is. There we go. Got it on now. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, Yeah, the revised map. It's not. Hang on. Before we get any further, we found out today you prefer little ones to large ones, and now you've just got it out. I don't know. Oh, oh, well, it's because you're on the podcast, that's what it is. <laughs> this is turning into Tiger King pretty quick, isn't it? Do you want some there? <laughs> oh, get me started. It's been about maybe, what, what time now? It's been less than an hour since I stopped watching it, so don't. But, uh, yeah, updated uh, speculation map. Uh, a few t- things have changed. A couple of the IPs have dropped off. Uh, Gremlins has disappeared. The oh. Billie Eilish has disappeared. I've heard the rumour about that one. Yeah, but if you look at the speculation map, it, it kind of cuts it off. And Sabrina has, has disappeared. 
Billie Eilish, the rumour I've heard, she's going to be going to be the music possibly now for um, the Bride of Frankenstein. That's what it says on the map. If you get, I've got the map in front of me. The map has now been updated to uh, Beetlejuice, which we've talked about, uh, Universal Monsters, The Bride, or if I say it as some other people say, Universal Monsters. Don't know why. It's Monsters, The Bride, uh, music by Billie Eilish, Bedtime Stories, Terry Cuentas, Dungeon of Terror, The Haunting of Hill House, Legendary Truth, they were all on the original map. Three have dropped off, and three newish things, new Urquhart, have popped on. We've got an unknown original, a pumpkin original, That's and the secret IP. So we can't really talk about the secret IP because we haven't got a clue what it is. We don't know what the unknown... I do. Oh, unknown original is. But I know what the secret IP is. Well, you heard it here first. You've you just watched it on Netflix. If you're male, there's going to be tigers in there. You're, you're going with your female. The male is not coming out. <laughs> oh, you some kids uh, out. <laughs> Joel versus Carol. The sequel. Carol. <laughs> and the one that we can talk about is the pumpkin original. Do you know anything about this? Um, if I've seen a rumour, I think we should put a shout out to Christopher Ripley. Apparently, yeah. this is going to be something to do with the. I'm not sure about it. something about a pumpkin icon from the past. Maybe you can yeah. elaborate. It was supposed to be um, Nathaniel Pump. Is it Nathaniel? Nathaniel or something? Nathaniel Cole, I think it is. Can't be 100% certain. But it was an icon that was supposed to be in there in 2008, which was my first year. Uh, it was supposed to be the icon for the event. It got pulled early on, and Bloody Murray got put in instead of the legend of Bloody Murray. So uh, it was, in my eyes, it was possibly a bad idea because this. Pumpkin original was a brainchild of the master of Halloween Horror Nights, Mr. Mike Aiello. He came up with the idea of this icon, and he even wrote a poem about it, which if you go on to Halloween Horror Nights unofficial, their page, it's got it on there. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's not reading it. Okay, uh, but... Yeah, it's it's kind of like a lost icon. Um, if you know anything about Halloween Horror Nights, there was another icon that was lost, which was Eddie. He was dropped in 2001 because of 9-11. Uh, so this character was changed and they put Bloody Murray. So it, this could be a lost icon coming back into a house form instead of actually a full event, which is good. That'll be good. But I have noticed again on this map, there's no Fast and Furious open because quite on the attractions it is the scariest attraction in history but that also comes up with my idea of the if there is a potential 11th house using that queue i'm hoping why the parks are shut right now they knocked it down (laughs) you could update it a bit they should knock that down and i don't care what boston white says they need to knock down bloody et as well no no get off yep no, no. I'm, cut, I'm, cut, I'm cutting you off now. No. Bye. No, ET <laughs> was great 20 years ago. The thing's about 30 years old. 
Eighteen yeah. Shrek need to go. Shrek needs to go. I would like a up-to-date ET made ride with better technology and take out the shrooms part of the um, ride when we're clean. What's the best bit about it? It's not. I mean, you take the ride. You're telling me you don't like the rap battle of ET when you get to the end? No. We take the the picture and it's always... Whatever movie this. Where's just by the right, let's put Alien versus Predator there. Yeah, well, that's never going to happen because that's owned by the mouse. So the mouse ain't ever going to use it. Yeah, but the mouse ain't going to ever sell it, are they? The mouse ain't going. To, well, well, with things happening, they might have. To, yeah, they, yeah, they might have to now. But um, yeah, uh, it would be. But I can't see ET going anywhere with Steven Spielberg. It's his last little footprint in the park because don't forget he practically built the park didn't he with his some of his money so he um definitely definitely wouldn't let that go but as of today's recording i don't know what he's doing he's muted his mic so i've got to keep talking because if i don't keep talking it's going to sound weird (laughs) no he's (laughs) no he's laughing his head off but today is officially oh he's having something what the fucking hell is that a rice cake (laughs) i can't see it Oh, coconut ring. Yeah. Uh, today is Men in Black Alien Attacks 20th birthday. Did you know that? Yesterday's. Was yesterday? Yeah, because it's your birthday. Well, I might put this out tonight, I don't know. Oh, look at you. Who's that old Is it Michael? What's his name? Agent K or something? Which one? The one that works on the ride. Uh, M, no, I don't know. L, J. It, it, he's, he's a legend in the groups. So I've noticed that. Yeah, he's. Um, I think he's been there since. I think he's been there since opening day, since it opened. And if you catch him on a good day, he'll take you to the immigration tour. If this is enough people on the ride to cover it, which I won't mind doing that. I won't mind trying to do that immigration tour one day. It does look good because you get good photos down there. Yeah. But I, I really want to do the ones with Revenge of the Mummy as well. I wouldn't mind doing that at all. You ready to get upset again? What? It's hard to get rid of it. Yeah, that's why I want to go and do it before it gets rid of it. I want to get rid of the whole thing again. Um, the sheer fact is, um, and the Black's a dead franchise. I know people are going to keep the original park, but you can still keep a fighting sort of thing in there. I'm not sure what they put in there because quite frankly Universal are absolutely terrible at making movies it seems. Mm. I think if Men in Black goes you're looking at the Fear Factor stage or go and then that's when you'll get the Fantastic Beasts. I love, wind- I love winding people up but Fear Factor should have gone years ago. Oh yeah we know that but what I'm saying I think if that goes that will, the whole World Expo area will disappear. Fear Factor should have gone the same time as that absolutely terrible Halloween Horror Night show. If you say Bill and Ted, I'm going to kill you. I don't need to say, because obviously you realise it is not funny. When I went and watched it, the words that came out of my mouth were upset a lot of Americans. I went, when it finished was, is that all the hype? I went, that was humour I was doing at 15 in school. And they think that's adult humour. 
quite frankly, my American friends, I know a lot of them can't handle it when I go into dark humour. Um, when it comes to humour and that, you've got nothing on the British. We, apart no. from Eddie Murphy, my man Eddie Murphy, British at heart, clearly, because that guy can tell some jokes. Yeah, yeah, the, hum- the, the humour. But the thing is, I, the first time I watched that, I didn't have a clue what was going on. I didn't know anything about it. What that? Is it? Oh, you enjoying your biscuit? You can eat it if you want. Put it, put it around it, so it might do a bit of S and M. He's tempted. He's tempted. Well, while I'm eating, I'd just like to say that if McVitie's Tasty's Coconuts would like to sponsor Simon Says Pod, Simon, Simon would take the free biscuits from you, just like me. Just send them to us, and we will advertise you all the time. Yeah, anyone, anyone wants to sponsor it, they can sponsor it. I don't mind. Uh, right, I think that's going to wrap everything up in a nice little bowl. What about the, like, don't want to talk about questionnaire? What question? Oh. Oh, do you want to do that on Moreland, though? Well, no, because Moreland does more, all the stuff in it. Oh, that isn't you, that. Um, I'll let you, do you want to leave this one? You've got a kind of an inside scoop. Yes, yeah, so um, last week, Simon's used to get in all the questionnaires and throwing it in my face from Universal. No, well, I've only had two. Right. Anyway, I got a questionnaire, what was pretty big news. Um, There was a sort of rumour going around, but it went very quiet about it. Well, the questionnaire was about a, another type of event like Halloween Horror Nights, where you'd have gaming, I believe sci-fi, um, is it anime sort of cartoons as well? Yeah, I think I think that's what you said. Yeah, pretty much like Halloween Horror Nights. You'd have your Star Trek, your Star Wars, Pokemon, Mario and all that. So you'd have your houses. The questionnaire was asking questions like, would you want a panel show with people who made these things? Um, movie stars. I see. I haven't said this to everyone, so I didn't share all this. So the, the, they even want panels there. So Simon's trying to make me laugh. It's not working. <laughs> but pretty much, it has now. <laughs> but pretty much, well, pretty much, this would be on par with Halloween Horror Nights. Um, I think yet again, Christopher Ripley sort of said around the idea of April May come out because that's pretty much a dead period. They've got the sort of concert rubbish, but. I would say I, it was more of a June. So I thought June, but then I thought it's very risky because June you're starting to hit hurricane season again. And yeah. Events in hurricane season. April, May, May you've got spring break. No, May, May. I, well, I'll say May and June then. If I, I won't go into April because April Mardi Gras goes into April. Yes, I would say towards the end of April into May. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah but if they're going to do something like the houses and things like that, yeah, well, it can get done behind the scenes, can it? Yeah. But to get the panels and then switch it over to Mardi Gras, for Mardi Gras, I think they'll have to give it at least a couple of weeks. And Mardi Gras doesn't finish till usually the th- second or third weekend in April. So that's I what also, I would say May, June, if they're going to do it. I also know that... Um, Universal had had contact with the BBC, so Doctor Who probably would be one of the first ones there. Well, they have got a re- they have got a good relationship with the UK because they got the celebration of Harry Potter over, didn't they? From the Wizarding World at uh, Watford, brought a lot of uh, set pieces over. And um, when they used to do that a few also, years ago. If it 
if it happens next year and they have Star Trek there, the, the superior franchise against Star Wars, I will be there. I'm taking you on. Um, and then you've got things like Pokemon. We know they've got their little thing they're doing for Pokemon as well at different dates. But um, gaming, that'd be quite interesting to see what they would do with gaming. Um, I'm not too sure how you do a house for certain games. Maybe you could do a Resident Evil, even though it's been a movie. The games are miles better in the movies. Well, it, that will go down well with gaming fans, because they did do a Resident Evil house in 2009, which unfortunately I didn't get to because I missed that year. And I really wish they did because they did it on the house, they did it on the games rather than the films. Because even Mike Aiello went and said he he wants more umbrella corporations in it. It's not working. Uh, <laughs> so we're having a bit of a challenge here. We're trying to make each other laugh when we're talking. But uh, yeah, Mike Aiello even said he wanted more umbrella corporation like the film in the house, but they didn't want it that way. They wanted it like the game. And I used to love Resident Evil 2. It was one of my favourite games I've ever played, along with Silent Hill. I've got a house for you, though. Go on. It, it could work in Halloween Horror Nights, all this, and it would be absolutely violent and gore. It would be fantastic. It would be the mighty Mortal Kombat. Wouldn't work at Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, it so would, trust me. No, it wouldn't. It, yeah. it, it's not... It's, it's, you can't it's, do the human characters, but if you went on to... The likes of Lizards and Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I mean, just the gore factor of um, the flawless victories and all that and ripping their heads off. Yeah, it could do, but yeah, you won't get many, you won't get many horror fans enjoying but that. I must the admit, gaming side, yeah. Yeah, that's why it would be good for the May event. Yeah. I'm calling the May event. It's happening in May. I know we're saying it as if it's happening, but... Uh, I'm, I'm not lying. Um, I should have took screenshots, but... There must have been nine or ten pages of just questions about this event. Yeah, they do do they, they do send stuff out. It's like when I got my that one for Halloween Horror Nights, and I think it's um, where I got the idea from Fast and Furious, where it say, "Would you be bothered if Fast and Furious were on the map?" And then look at all these maps coming out. Fast and Furious isn't on it, so. Sometimes these these questioners do come fruition. If Universal, you do you, you, well. Obviously, Universal ain't gonna hear this, are they? Because we're shutting me down if we did. Because <laughs> of breaking confidentiality. But what question? Any any, any, uh, any inquiries to uh, boldphil at gmail dot com? <laughs> well, yeah, send it to me, Universal, because I'm on eight percent pay cut right now. Well, not eight percent. I'm on twenty percent pay cut on the government scheme. You ain't going to make much money out of me. <laughs> no, I don't think they're bothered about the little guys, are they? But, uh, yeah, so a bit of breaking, well, not breaking news, but a bit of... Um, interesting news. Yeah, interesting what's coming up. And you know what I think will happen next year? I think they've got to rejuvenate the money now from this year. And the best way to bring mm. a friend... But, yeah, that's another thing. It's like... There's more geeks out there than there was Halloween people. Yeah, but don't forget the Halloween Horror Nights is a massive locals fan as well. You get a lot of locals there, especially on the weekend. Comic Con as well, though. Yeah, Comic was clever. They would sort something out with Universal and the Convention Center and literally have it going at the same time. 
Yeah, could do. It could do. Well, we'll have to wait and see. See what happens with that. People dress up. Sorry. Obviously, you can't cover your faces, but it'd be interesting to see if they let people dress up. Well, yeah, you can go. You, you, well, you can... Imagine everyone in a pot walking around in Star Trek. You'd love that. I'd just go on a dark ride and just hide it for the rest of the day. I'll do me. <laughs> Oh, well, um, Cap- Captain, Captain Prick. Captain Cold, the guy who could. So it, it even cut. It even it even cut out on you. You even said Captain Prick yourself. So I'm not no. saying anything. You listen back to it, you'll hear it. <laughs> even the audio doesn't like you. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's really all I've got for me. Oh, I want to know how your thoughts are going. Uh, not been too bad. Um, I don't think it's updated on this phone. I'll have a quick look. Um, there's a few on there. No, there's not. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing. I've started playing the summer league, which is running till September now. I think. And I play two games every week. Uh, I won. Played last night. I won nine, seven three with a sixty five average. So not too bad. Been got into the seventies a few times in the last few weeks. Yeah, you haven't got a clue, have you? <laughs> well, sure. I'm just playing that. Um, yes. Hey, I say, well, I might, I might put it live on the Facebook page. The next game, if I can get it working. Which but, uh, Facebook page? Uh, the Simon Says Podcast page, Facebook page. Like well, yeah, I like my plugs. Well, actually, you like your plugs, so I'll let you. Uh, Don't plug anything, mate. <laughs> Oh, you've not got three things, then? Tell you what, there would be, if they should do a live podcast at Halloween Horror Nights or the sci-fi one, and they would actually could do it both, and there'd be no better podcast than Ghost, Aliens and Beyond. Oh, segues. Gotta love a segue. <laughs> yeah. And while you're listening to Ghost, Aliens and Beyond, you might be on a plane to sunny of Florida, which the other podcast that we both do is Morlando. Yes. Um, which, that was- yeah, we'll have to get some, we need to get some guests on there. So if you're listening to this and you've been to Florida, contact, ah, shit, I can't remember the email, <laughs> morlandopod at gmail.com or just follow us on Twitter at morlandopod and then just tweet us on there or tweet me on time for you. <laughs> you can't find it. Tweet Simon at Simon Says Pod, isn't yeah. it? Simon or, Says Pod, or or tweet me at um, Ghost Aliens and Bill Office. Oh, I can't know what it's called it anymore. My yeah. one. But you, you, <laughs> yeah, there'll be there'll be links in the show notes anyway. Just uh, contact one of us if you've been to Florida and you want to give us a trip report. We're looking for guests. We're always looking for guests. So and I want to know if people are listening. We want to know if your team Carol. <laughs> team Carol or Team Joe? Yeah. Yeah. If you so listen, to, if you listen to this, if you've watched it and you understand, put. So you've listened to the podcast all the way through again, and I know I got a hashtag that someone wouldn't do, so we're not going to hashtag that. So I don't think I've sworn in this one yet, have we? I can uh, take, I can take the explicit off this, I think. Uh, put hashtag Team Carol or Team Joe. You choose. <laughs> well, that's it. The explicit part. I have to put explicit <laughs> on it now. <laughs> so, uh, 
with that, uh, Phil, thanks for coming on again, mate. It's a pleasure. Yeah, and go and follow him on his socials. Follow me, give me a five-star rating, give Phil a five-star rating on Ghost Aliens Beyond, give us a five-star rating on Morlando. Go on, listen to everything on the uh, After That Podcast Network. There's loads of stuff come out in the last four or five weeks. I think I'm, I'm so far behind, there's that many. I don't know about you. I'm just... Yeah, I've noticed Nick and Craig are on a new one. Yeah, that, well, that, that came out last month, that one, with Cat um, and Lewis from the Diz Down Under, which that, that's no plug for another podcast, doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, that's really it, guys. So, again, thank you, Phil. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.